0: welcome to episode thirty-eight of the Unknown Comics podcast. I'm Brandon. I'm Tanner. That's Tanner. And uh, and and Chris is not with us. I was mistaken. I uh, I, I posted that he was going to be joining us, and and, and he last uh, minute chickened out on us. Yeah. So, uh, but anyway, it'll just be the two of us. That's what you get. Sorry, and you get all of this nasally. Uh, West Texas allergy head that I've gotten because I uh, went to do a a, a scout for a video shoot and got into weeds and
1: tall grass. Love doing stuff on location. Oh
0: my gosh. And it just wrecked me. Um, That and I got goat heads all over my socks and stuff like that. It was, uh, yeah, that was not fun. Anywho, that's what's happening here. I'm going to try my best not to (laughs) on mic a whole lot. I can hear it, so... (laughs) You know, every time I see Tanner, like, point at his nose, that'll, that'll be my signal. I'm snorting too much <laughs> in the microphone. Any anyway, pretty light week as far as news goes. Uh, we had a couple of trailers uh, that we'll talk about Um you know, comics, we're, we're talking about it on our comic chat, which is happening mm-hmm. on Wednesdays at four. Um, so now that we've kind of expanded our Twitch lineup, we're kind of focusing our discussions. This podcast will still kind of be the all encompassing yeah. uh, podcast. Pop culture. Yeah. But Tuesdays at four, we have our hobby hangout. That's where Tanner's going to talk uh, miniatures, uh, mini wargaming, uh, Warhammer. Yeah. Let's not lie. About I,
1: I painted up some uh, the Orc Train Kill Teams this there week. Yeah.
0: Um, and then uh, Wednesdays, of course, is the comic chat. Uh, Thursdays at 7, we'll stay this podcast, and then uh, Fridays at 4 is our Magic Live. Now, if if you
1: missed the comic chat live, uh, I reposted it on Thursdays on YouTube. Oh, there you go. Now, the the, the Hobby Hangout the Magic, we don't repost, but the comic chat, we are reposting. Yeah, so there you go.
0: So that's kind of our Twitch schedule. So as far as talking about specific books and stuff, uh, Chris and Tanner will take care of that. Uh, We're the ones that read. (laughs) Yeah. I read. I just don't read current.
1: Yeah, because you read on the app. I read sure. on unlimited, so I'm yeah. three months
0: behind everybody. Um, so I read, but uh, that, and I'm at work on Wednesdays at four. So at, yeah, at, like my real job, doing doing real things, <laughs> <It's> doing <laughs> not real just things. not just goofing around here. <laughs> so anyway, uh, so so earlier today, um, uh, of course, they released the new trailers for uh, Venom: Let There Be Carnage, um, which I still haven't seen the first one. So, I've seen
1: the first I haven't seen the new trailer, but I've yeah. seen the first trailer.
0: So new trailer came out, of course it comes out uh, on the first of October. I didn't realize it was coming that quick. Chris said something in up chat and
1: I was just like Well, Whoa. so they kept moving it back and then all of a sudden they decided to move it forward. That's crazy. Yeah, that didn't normally happen. Shang-Chi did really well, I guess, and then they're like, Hey, let's uh, go ahead and move our <laughs> right?
0: movie up. Uh which I think it's already done what Black Widow's done. Oh yeah. And yeah, in box office or something like that something like that. Anywho. Uh, so, uh, so that's coming up. And so Donnie Cates was on Twitter <laughs> cause I guess part of the, the trailer is they talk about, uh, venom,
1: uh, whatever planet, whatever it Ming, means from,
0: yeah, it sounded Chinese to me, but like, like kind of like racist Chinese <laughs> is what it sounded like. Uh, not like proper, you know, edifying Chinese. Uh, <laughs> And and Donny Cates went to Twitter and said, it's pronounced Clintar. <laughs> yep. And then he went on to clarify that they technically don't have a home planet. Clintar is their name for, you know, being locked up being yeah. in a cage or whatever. And, and like, he got some backlash on it, like that he was hating on the car. Like all these news articles, Donny hates is criticizing the carnage movie. And like, he had to come out and say, I'm just like, it was a joke. <laughs> like funny. from one line in the trailer, I made a joke, you know, he's like, I love the character. I'm, I haven't even seen the movie yet. I can't criticize it. Um, right, right. So uh, a big stink about, uh, that all because,
1: well, cause it gives everybody a nice clickbait title for their uh, website. Yeah. Oh, exactly. Yeah. That's all it is.
0: Internet news is so, it's crappy. Yeah. Like, and, what I love is when I click a news article, and what they're reporting on is they're reporting on some other website's news article.
1: Mm-hmm. Even like our local news, when I see an article on our local news stations' Facebook yeah. page, I expect an article from the Texas Panhandle. Yeah, no, it's not, It's always no, somewhere across the country. Yeah, they're
0: reposting something from. One it paper.
1: happened three months ago. Yeah, no,
0: I, I I hate you know that you you log into you know comic book. CBR or something, mm-hmm. and they're reporting about something that was reported on Bleeding Cool. And they're like, "That's not your story." Yeah, it's just like that to me. That is totally unethical media wise. It's
1: just the rumor mill is all that
0: yeah, is. all you're trying to do is get you're you're trying to leverage what somebody else has reported as clicks,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it just uh, I I don't like internet media. Yep, as far as news, I need it. I mean, there there is legit news out there, um, and then it's yep. always and then. It, uh, Or the articles that are really nothing. Right. They're just like, uh, I I was flipping through, I use Flipboard on my iOS, and and so I track a bunch of, I get a lot of my news that way. And uh, there was an article that Ms. Marvel is not coming out on October 1st. And then I flipped down. Hawkeye is not coming out on October 1st, and it's the same website. And the article is about... One, Miss Marvel was pushed to twenty twenty two. Right. Which we knew was coming. But neither one were I don't think we're ever teased to come out on October. Exactly. 1st. Like they it's non-news. Yeah. Like that that is nothing.
1: I don't know. Slow news day. Yeah.
0: So yes, Miss Marvel was delayed, but like we kind of knew it was delayed without them saying it. Like yeah. there, we knew there was nothing left in their schedule. Like they're the MCU and, and Disney Plus, they're they're pretty well. Packed out for the rest of the year, mm-hmm. right? Uh, what if is still going, uh, which we're actually probably not going to talk about tonight. Uh, <laughs> I didn't watch it. Tanner
1: didn't watch it. <laughs> Tanner's kind of lost it. Uh, I, okay, we will talk about it a little so, bit. So, which I mean, we can get into it now or wait till the end on our spoiler well, part of the show. But I did actually think of an explanation last night of kind of why I don't like you, it. You finally, you finally pinned down. I, that. I can well, put not, it into words. It's not spoilers. It's so. Series. So if you think of the MCU as the way that the comics are published, we're currently in a crossover event starting with Loki. Okay. That's going to bridge Doctor Strange, Spider-Man, yeah, and Ant-Man at least. Yeah. What If is a series of tie-ins. <laughs> and I hate reading the tie-in issues. Okay. That that they're
0: adjacent to something but they really have nothing to do with the thing.
1: Mm-hmm. That's that's
0: that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um Without spoiling anything, and I actually, honestly, I don't think we'll actually really talk about the episode in spoiler detail. Uh, this last episode was just like, why? I, I I did not I did not care for it at all. It was, uh, it was just really stretching for a concept. Mm-hmm. Um, now it is setting up something else, um, whether it's later this season or or next season that seems fairly interesting. But but this episode on an island just. Nah, it was kind of, it was boring. It was, what if Thor was a frat boy? Okay. Essentially.
1: Basically, he doesn't
0: grow up with Loki, so he becomes a frat boy.
1: Basically, isn't that just what happened between uh, Infinity Wars and Endgame anyway? Right,
0: (laughs) right. I guess that was their justification for kind of going in that angle. But yeah, it just, it didn't, it didn't hit for me. So that, that was, that was what if. Uh, for this week, um, so so last week we got some news. Man, the hits just keep coming for Diamond Comics. IDW is now moving to Penguin Random House as well.
1: Yeah, and I'm we we honestly could have guessed that one because they work so work closely with Marvel and Disney anyway. But still, it's another yeah. decently large publisher that's moving. Yeah, so so I'm trying to think. So who all of the
0: major publishers who all is still with Diamond? So Image, Image
1: Dynamite, Boom. Yeah, uh, and then all the teeny tiny ones, right? Right. Which some, I mean, some of those are starting to get bigger. Um, After Shock is publishing several books. Dark Horse is still Dark with Horse Di- is still with them with Diamond, yeah. Um, but Dark with, Dark Horse is kind of a shadow of theirs, you know. Their old yeah, styles. well, and the, the problem with Dark Horse is you never know when the book's actually going to come out, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, it's it's
0: what I'm afraid of now is that Penguin Random House now becomes the new Diamond, right? Yeah. Everybody starts migrating over there. And then we basically just we just shifted. We just pivoted to this different company.
1: Right. And, right. you know, I don't want to see it because that was always the problem with Diamond is it was a monopoly. Yeah. And so doesn't matter how bad they messed up. There wasn't anything you could do about it because yeah. there was no competitor. Um, I, I would say best case scenario would be, you know, Half of the companies go to Penguin. Half of them go to Lunar. The best thing is that
0: that Marvel and DC they they distribute to multiple they they print for multiple distribution houses, right? Right. So as a store, you have a choice of who you pick to get your Marvel books from. That's the best option.
1: That's not going to happen. It's not going to
0: happen, and and it just sucks for you know. Yeah. The comic store owner, right? Yeah. Because they don't get that choice of who – I mean, for games and stuff, we have a slew of distributors we can get stuff from. Right. Comics aren't that way, and it's sad.
1: Yeah, I mean, because it just makes it that much harder harder to, for one, even get a hold of them because, like I said, if they mess up, there's no, there's no responsibility on their half, their side. Yeah. Because there's no competitor that says, well, I'm just going to take my business over here. They're like, nope, if you want your comics, then you're going to deal with the way we do things, yeah. you know?
0: Yeah, and, and their processes and you know you know, their their order ahead, their FOC and all that. Yeah. Just uh it's not cool, man. Um, but like I said, and maybe I don't know, maybe all these, these this movement. I get I guess maybe Penguin Random House kinda has it in their head that this could happen to them if they but here's the thing, they don't they're not these, these publishers aren't moving because of how they work with the comic stores. Mm-hmm. They're they're moving for other reasons. Right. You know? Well,
1: and, and there's... As far as I know, all three companies that have left are still with Diamond on an international basis. right? So, I mean, it's not like they're completely losing customers. Yeah. they're still... It's just the world of ordering comics is changing.
0: Yep. Yeah. So... Or is it? I mean, like I said, it... We... I... I haven't talked to Chris to see kind of what Penguin's model looks like, but from what I gathered, it's similar as far as how, how they order.
1: Uh, Yeah, I do. I don't know. I don't know what the big changes are. So, anywho. um,
0: So yeah, that happened. Um, So yeah, we got a couple of trailers this week. The first one I saw, we got the red band trailer for the new injustice, uh, DC movie, Mm -hmm. um, which I, I knew of the games. Um, and mm-hmm. loosely knew kind of the, the, the main story arc, right? Mm-hmm. That that it's an alternate timeline where super, Superman pretty much just goes, you know, full tragedy, turns into a dictator. And, and it's the rest of the former Justice League trying to stop him. And they play Mortal Kombat, to Yeah. They start a tournament. Um, and Otherworld comes and Outworld comes. Oh, no, that's totally nope, different. Nope. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. And Freddy Krueger and... Jason, they, aren't they all in there? I can't remember anymore. Um, so, yeah, I saw this, and I was like, hey, you know what? I'll, I'll click on it, and I'll see. Because DC has very has leaned hard into the animated stuff for years. That's mm-hmm. kind of been their, their bread they've and butter. They've been good at it. Yeah, they've been good at the animated stuff. Um, personally, I, I've watched a couple of the Batman animated. I think I watched Year One and The Killing Joke. Okay, um, I do remember watching those. Um, and I watched the Harley Quinn series, uh, which whoo, that's a whole another yeah. series. Um, this one actually, I'm, I'm interested in seeing, and and I like that it's you know the self contained story. Um, yeah,
1: and they they t- they do that with uh, all all of their animated movies. Bas- I mean, basically, their animated movies is a graphic novel. Yeah, it's the s- straight up. Uh, so. Uh, me and Ollie, we watched. We've watched just about every Superman one they've put out. You're
0: not gonna want to watch this with Ollie.
1: No, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. I watched the trailer. No, this is this is definitely the R-rated.
0: Um, you know, uh, the the trailer. You basically you watch Superman uh, punch Joker through his chest,
1: which I think he does do that in the game. In
0: the game, that sounds Mortal Kombat-ish. Yeah, you know, you've got to go through the body part or decapitate uh-huh. something for it to be. To be proper, um, and yeah, it's 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 curious to see if they do the because if I'm if I'm not mistaken, the Injustice series actually blends in the Prime alternate versions in a, uh, of everybody too
1: in a way. So he goes crazy, and uh, basically, it's not the Prime versions because the Prime versions are different characters that their powers. Uh, are similar to an actual Justice League members. Right. He goes crazy, and then certain members of the Justice League just actually become part of his regime. Right. Uh, and then, of course, Batman and a handful of uh, other other heroes, but mostly the villains that kind of border the line of as to whether they're good or bad. Right. Start a resistance.
0: Right. But something about Batman, like pulling other versions from the prime reality, happened in the game. Because yeah, like,
1: that might be how because that...
0: they they pull Superman in from the other reality, and that's how they they stop him or something like that.
1: Yeah, it's been a long time since I've played through the first game, but yeah, there there is some interdimensional yeah crossover there. So whether or not they kind of they kind of go that route, I. I, I... Distinctly remember, there's a like Superman regime and a resistance costume for every character. Mm. So, okay, interesting. So yeah, uh, no, looks looks
0: interesting. I'll probably pick it up. I mean, it's now part of HBO Max, so it's hard. Yeah, you know, it was hard for me to keep up when it was the DC Unlimited or whatever they were mm-hmm. calling it. Um, now that it's all just rolled into HBO Max, it's like yeah,
1: because yeah. I, I I didn't do DC, DC Unlimited. I would just. Wait and see what was on the end cap at Walmart. Yeah, because most they're all direct DVD releases. Yeah, yep.
0: So also we got the uh, and I didn't even know this was coming. I didn't either. Like Hulu is doing a Hit Monkey show. I, no, I take that back. I do. I do vaguely remember they talk. They talked about it when they, uh, they talked about Modoc coming, which I still okay. haven't actually finished. I th- I, I think watched I've the finished. first episode and i just
1: stopped. It's, it was it. It exists. <laughs> not 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 impressed. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't bad, yeah. but it, uh, it was there.
0: So so Hit Monkey is getting his own show. Of course, uh, Jason Sudeikis vo- voices some character in it. I,
1: I, didn't I don't recognize from the trailer. I don't know
0: enough about Hit Monkey as a Marvel character.
1: I don't either. I was like what is hit monkey? He's I had of, to go look it I up. Mean,
0: he is one of those characters like Howard, the duck that's just kind of on the, uh-huh. on the outskirts and is just weird. Um, it's, it's a hit monkey. That's just what you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, but yeah. Uh, so, so apparently Jason Sudeikis took time off of being Ted Lasso to,
1: Olivia Munn was in the, tr- uh-huh. the credits and,
0: uh, somebody else I'm trying to remember.
1: This is the only two I remember off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, oh, George Takei. Yes, I do remember hearing his voice. it. Yeah. I think he's the bad
0: guy. Yeah. Um, so uh, yeah, there you go. Hit Monkey coming to Hulu. Um, and it, I, I like that. I like that Disney is leveraging Hulu as kind of their. This is where we can do kind of the the darker bluer.
1: Yeah, stuff, I like right? that too. Because for one, I don't want that stuff on Disney because, I can. Just kinda let my kids have free reign with Disney. Yeah. And not worry too much about it. Yeah. And also I still feel super weird if they ever did merge the apps, like I don't want to go watch It's Always Sunny and Letter Kitty on Disney, Disney Plus. Plus. Like it's yeah. just weird. Yeah. No
0: and I mean like it's you know, when Deadpool three happens, you know, yeah. Where's it where is it dropping, right? Right. Um, your gut would tell you they're they're gonna put that straight to Hulu and not not worry about Disney Plus. But you know what if kind of straddled some stuff and and yeah now
1: that's definitely not tvm or or rated r content right it's um, it's pg13 but yeah uh, i mean i would say most of the marvel stuff they've been putting out there kind of straddles that line to to some extent mm-hmm. yeah a little bit so
0: so yeah that's uh that is this week so um also uh let's see friday As of, as of this, this Friday, we're recording this on a, on a Thursday tomorrow, uh, foundation comes out on Apple TV plus. And for those that don't know, foundation is a, it's a, it's a novel series that Isaac Asimov kind of one of the, the big science old school science fiction writers, uh, wrote and, uh. I'm not going to get into the weeds about what foundation is. It's, it's kind of one of those big Epic scale mm-hmm. science fiction, science fiction arts, uh, is getting adapted to a television series on Apple TV plus. Um, and we're starting to see now that what I'm calling cinematic television is a thing. Now it's opened up a lot more of novels and stuff from sci-fi and fantasies past, to finally get that adaptation, you know, like things that you couldn't do in a film. Right. Right. Foundation was probably one of those, a wheel of time yeah. is, is getting a television series that, you know, it, and, kind of, it kind of started with like the expanse, right. Those series of books getting made in television game. And then of course, Game of Thrones being the big breakout one of, mm-hmm. you know, these big epic fantasy novel series that are, that are getting uh, these adaptations. Now, Dune, of course, is getting a multiple film release um, as kind of its. I didn't
1: realize there was multiple films. Yes, oh, yeah. that's
0: cool. Yeah, this one coming out in a few weeks is going to be is the first part of two. Okay. Because um, it's that big of a story. Now I don't know how that's splitting or what he's pulling out to mm-hmm. kind of make it, but. But yeah, so so the question the question tonight, um, and uh, and we'll go ahead and and kind of let everybody kind of chew on a little bit while we let this ad run. Um, is what science fiction novel franchise or or book? It could just be one book. Have we not seen in a live action television or film format that you really want to see done or redone? Maybe it has been done and it just wasn't good, and it was just not a shell of what it, you know, what it could be. Uh, you know, what what is that? What is that franchise? So so Tanner and I are, are chewing kind of on our on our ideas. We're going to, for the non-live viewers, uh, or, or for the live viewers, sorry, we're going to run this ad real quick and then we'll be right back. Okay. So we're back. So this is, so we so we're talking about science fiction, fantasy film, or novels or, or novel series, uh, that, that you would want to see made into a live action, um, either long form television series or, or, or film series go
1: okay i've got several okay some of them are some they're newer so. and and i gave tanner
0: the uh, the caveat not warhammer
1: yeah i'm gonna break that but uh <laughs> so first off uh, first one would be a remake um and that's starship trooper okay i'd want to see a better i i think the first movie's good and i love the other movies but they're bad movies so I, i'd want to see a starship trooper that's a little bit more I, serious the first Star. well here's the thing how serious was the novel, really? I mean,
0: it because Robert Heinlein wrote it. It was it was very much a he 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 weaved a lot of politics into yeah. it, right? And so it was almost kind of a satire in yeah. of itself, a little bit. And I think they tapped into
1: that in that first movie, the first
0: one they did. Yeah, the uh, propagandist cuts and stuff like that.
1: Even if we just saw something more like the first one, just, ex- just expanded. expanded a little bit more. S- more stories the second one was the horror one and that was kind of weird see i never i've only ever watched the first movie yeah the second one they end up in this base like so and it's like aliens it was like aliens a little survival horror and then the third one i don't even remember anything except for the very end rico shows up in like a mech suit and that's all i remember from the third one
0: interesting Okay,
1: and there's like they find like a super marine bug or something like that, but
0: there's always a bigger bug. There's always a bigger
1: bug. <laughs> um, so that was that's probably the the closest one that it, like actually fits your criteria because the, the the two or other ones are newer. I wouldn't know if they count as classic sci-fi. Okay, um, but I'd want to see a live-action Halo.
0: I think a lot of people would yeah. something.
1: I mean, they did the Microsoft did the little mini series thing that was just about the Marines. Yeah. Uh, but no, I want to see a live action Halo about Spartans. Yeah, and then the of course the third one is the Horus Heresy. Yeah, specifically the horse. The heresy. Horus Heresy from Warhammer. Yeah, uh, no, I think, and I
0: think I think it's likely now with Warhammer Plus we could possibly get that. You've got to be thinking Games Workshop's getting ready. To I tap
1: do into know that. that they they've mentioned working on an Eisenhorn live action with Amazon yeah. coming in the next few years, but I want. Just the the politics of the primarchs, yeah. I think, very much fits a Game of Thrones style story. Even the even the first three books, like even if they just did the first three, yeah, books.
0: yeah, the, the Loken series, uh-huh. um, I think I think it would be it'd be pretty good. Uh, so for me, um, and they, uh, I guess this would technically count as a remake because they did a direct to DVD animated movie, uh, but it is the Dragonlance. Uh, Okay. Chronicles series. Mm -hmm. Um, So Dragonlance, uh, for those that don't know, was a, or I guess is, doesn't, hasn't really been published because there's a bunch of weird legal stuff around it, but Dragonlance was a setting inside of Dungeons and Dragons Mm -hmm. for the longest time. And the, the, the two people that created it, of course, also wrote, wrote novels, which was very common at the time that, that, you know, TSR would print all the modules and then they would have novels to go along with it. Right. Forgotten Realms and you know, Ravenloft and and the bigger the bigger settings. Dragonlance to me uh was just it was epic. Now it was very much in the same vein as Lord of the Rings. You did have this fellowship type kind of group mm. and they get splintered and they're trying to stop the big, you know, world changing event. It it's a pretty typical fantasy story, but the characters are just really great. Yeah. Um and, and so it was the main Chronicles are, of course, there were, there were tons of novels set in Dragonlance, but they kind of, the, the, core were the, these three books, Dragons of Autumn Twilight, uh, Dragons of Winter Night and Dragons of Spring Dawning. That was like the, the main Chronicles trilogy that told, uh, this big story. And it was cool because, um, generally people started reading with Dragons of Autumn Twilight. It was the first book that came out. Well, a lot of the main characters already had histories with each other. Like, yeah, like in the back of the author's minds, they were, they kind of already had histories and, and it was playing into that and it'd touch on why and stuff. And later they'd go back in novels and kind of it out. But it's funny being a and D he skipped the whole tavern scene. <laughs> actually. The first scene is, is them regrouping at a tavern? Um, fun, uh, ironically enough, but no, that is, that is hilarious that that's the trope. Uh, but, I think it would. I think it. I think it would be great live action if it was done well, um, you know. And and I don't know. Like I said, a trilogy of books. I think I think would make for a great uh, fantasy series. Um, I think it would. I think it would do best maybe in the TV series format. I don't. You'd have to make a lot of films. Um,
1: yeah, and, and with these epic stories, I think they really do fit the TV so- format better because they're chapters. They're, and it's so much easier to develop a character over a season than it is a movie. Yeah. The, if you're going to do it in a movie format, the characters kind of have to be established already. Yeah. Yeah. With with a even a three hour movie. I mean, that's. The, I mean, that's to me that's one of the reasons why it's so easy to do superhero movies because those characters are so ingrained into pop culture yes. that you don't have to set them up as much.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. You you kind of have to do a little bit of exposition just to kind of frame them in this mm-hmm. version. Uh, but yeah, so so yeah, Dragonlance is, is one of mine. Um, other novel franchises, um...
1: I would like to see some. some most of the sci-fi that I've read is old uh, Star Wars expanded universe. Yeah, and I would like to see some of those stories kind of brought to the screen. Yeah, it, even if they've they're reworked to fit the new canon to some degree. Like the Republic Commandos was an awesome story. Uh, the X-Wing series was really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was a lot of stuff there. That, and, and they are bringing some of it over with, like, Thrawn sh- starting to show up in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. So.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of other. Here's the thing is a lot of them are getting made. Uh, yeah. You know, like, like finally getting, you know, hopefully this is finally the proper Dune treatment that, you know, the the fans of the book have been have been wanting. Um, and reviews have kind of been, like, it's
1: already getting reviewed. Like, it's already yeah. been. And it's kind of, uh eh, people are like, I can see that. I mean, it's kind of a, uh, it's a complex story. Yeah. It's not something that you're just going to want to go casually see. Yeah. I, I think, I
0: think this is, a, this, this version is, is a movie that's that's trying to, to pander to the, the fans of the novel. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of, I'm trying to think of other novels that I just, I just fell in love with that haven't already been, um, I would say some more of the Tolkien stuff, but Amazon's
1: working on that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, Tolkien's getting it. Um I'm trying to think other other big sci fi and fantasy franchises that I've read. And of course I I I never was a huge uh novel reader. I was more of a more of a
1: comic book graphic novel reader. Um I was a novel reader, but like I said, most of the novels I ever read was Star Wars. Yeah, or uh, mo- most of the stuff I was reading was already associated with, with a, a with a different franchise, with an with, on-screen franchise, yeah. be it video game or movie. Yeah, yeah, I,
0: I get that. Um, I, and I love like Magic: The Gathering lore. I think yeah, I, which, which we're getting an we're getting we're getting the animated series, and I think maybe I would I'd much rather see because of the way Magic's printing lore stories now. They're they're almost doing a bunch of short stories mm-hmm. and anthology series like don't do just one big arc over a series you know do you know bounce it around and stuff like that i think i would,
1: would like be... to see like an antho- like a anthology at first and then maybe one of the more popular planeswalker picked off to be- do something more in depth
0: yeah yeah different art yeah just it kind of spins up spins itself off into something mm-hmm. something bigger which like i said i think that's possibly what they're trying to do with what if you know they're just they're just throwing a bunch of stuff out there, and if they kind of create this little spin off that could work, Kevin and Carter,
1: it'll work. So they're trying. It's gonna happen. They don't have any real ideas for Phase Six, so they're using "What If" to try and figure out what they're gonna do.
0: <laughs> Wouldn't put it past them. So, but yeah, uh, I think that's really all that we have for this week. Um, like I said, wasn't wasn't a big big week for for announcements. We got like I said, we got Venom coming up. Next week? Next week. Venom's next week. Uh, we've got Dune the week after, I believe. Let me let me double-check that. Um, I'm super excited for that. No, come on, Internet. Dune release date is October 22nd. So, no, a couple weeks. We're about a month out from Dune. Which is crazy that it's already been previewed and released that far in advance.
1: Well, they want all the critical reviews to market with. I guess. But I, I just... Even... Even back pre COVID,
0: I don't remember reviews hitting this early ahead of a of a film release. So yeah, I, don't, I don't pay that close attention. I don't, I don't remember life before all this. You know, when you could you know go places and do things. What was that? I don't know. Who knows. But you can always join us here every Thursday at seven, right here on Twitch live for the uh, Unknown Comics podcast. Uh, but if you can't watch us live, it's on YouTube. Uh, we post it on YouTube every Friday. Uh, this podcast, and uh, you can get it wherever podcasts are to be gotten. You sure can. Everywhere. Everywhere. And if, you, like I said, if you know of a place where our podcast is not, let us know so we can we can rub our podcast distribution tools nose in it.
1: And uh, bad dog. If you're uh, Listening live, don't forget to join us tomorrow, Friday, for Magic Live at yep. 4 Central, and then Tuesdays at 4 Central for a Hobby Hangout. Hobby Hangout. So, all right, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll catch you
0: next time. Bye-bye.